everybody, and welcome to This Week Impacts, presented by Crushing Comics. This week was so big that we split it into two episodes, so if you haven't already heard us talking about Planet Size X-Men, you need to go listen to that one. This is about the other two X-Books out this week, New Mutants number 19 and X-Core number 2, out on the 16th of June, 2021. Because Planet Size X-Men was so big, such a massive celestial body with its own plot gravity, I am certain we are going to refer to some aspects of Planet Size X-Men in this discussion as well as our standard spoiler warning that we could talk about other X-Books up to and including now, as well as Marvel Comics and anything else. So prepare to be spoiled. We're all spoiled. You should be spoiled too. And that is your fair warning headed into this conversation. Just a note for our discussion of New Mutants number 19, we do get into a discussion briefly of self-harm and speculation and self-harm. And so if you want to skip back past that to go to our discussion of X-Core, you can go around to the 40-minute mark and you will have missed all of that discussion. And we understand if you do. For New Mutants number 19, Tyler, what is your full reaction to this issue? I'm very happy to see Ayala continues to layer stories here, even as we move several plots. I mean, you know, we move several plots along at varying pace. Um, Alex Linz is a welcome um, fill-in each artist, you know, um, and I mean, I I don't really know his art before, so this is the first time I see it. Um, I I really like it. and, you know, this is quite easily four stuck-on durians out of five. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, what about you? So it makes sense that a book that's got such nice characterization and conversations would uh, transfer over to a party issue uh, really well. And I feel like this is definitely one of the better gala issues. And this is one of the best issues of the series. It's just a lot of nice setting off, setting up and paying off character beats and plot things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's it's not like the flashiest thing, but it's incredibly solid. And this is just, this is like an issue where everything is moving and trucking and feels completely in tune and so right. And the art I think is really good. It's different. It's, it's, it's got a lot of different designs, but I gelled to it pretty, pretty quickly. So I'm going to give it a 4.25, um, eviscerating, negging people out of five. <laughs> Fariha, what about you? So every um, New Mutant issue, when we try to come up with something for the title card, uh, one that we always say that kids are not all right, that just, <laughs> we just keep yeah. bringing that up. And oh boy, like mm. that was just hit hard the punched in the face and it all happened in a space of a party like it they you know it kind of worked on the genre of like there's a murder while there's a party going on and it played on that and you were not like you know you were you're not expecting it and uh, i mean it just it took a lot out of me like it, it 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 took a lot out of me and I was not necessarily prepared for that, and I I don't know if I am okay with it. Um, especially the fact that there was actual panel of it. Um, so um, I want to kind of, I, I was in tears at the end of it, and it was mm-hmm. not it it really like you know hurt like you know hit me hard. Um, and also the art was very refreshing it's it's this is the art i want all the time for new mutants because there's a lot of comedy going on but we Mm -hmm. know that there's a very like tragedy underneath that you know so it just there was like you know i i I think it was like a perfect second main course after followed by planet size 
I really loved this issue. I really think it, it had a masterful amount of characterization from Vitaela of these characters. I wonder for somebody who doesn't have the depth of affinity for these characters, if it might feel a little bit frivolous because plot wise, did a whole lot really happen? We'll get into that. But I think that something that I reflected on is the very best of Claremont and Louise Simonson on New Mutants tended to be a, an issue where there was one central problem that was really stuck a thorn in one of their paws, and they kind of all are reacting to it. And that's mm. what we got here. And it's even though the previous issues have been a little bit focused on the younger generation, this has all the hallmarks of just a great New Mutants issue, even with some characters that are not typical New Mutants characters like Warpath thrown into that deck of cards. So I really enjoyed it for that reason. And I think, again, uh, they have done such good writing across this whole arc that you can get away with an issue that loosens up a little bit and then comes in for the punch at the end because you've done the work. And when you've done yep. the work and every issue feels dense and every issue really feels important and like you couldn't have skipped it, then you get the ability to be a little bit perhaps frivolous. I will echo to the art so that we don't have to go around again. I think Alex Linz was phenomenal. I was online like, who is this person? Why do they only have a couple hundred Twitter followers? Like, what is going <laughs> on here? I think their art was, it was beautiful. It was like New Mutants, the animated series. I loved yep. it so much. And it doesn't fight with, with Rice's art. It, it takes nope. that, the most animated qualities of Rice's art and the most kind of, as one of you said, the kind of weird moments of his art yeah. and just kind of continues it with a little bit more of a cartoon sheen on it. And I think we can't ignore the colors either from Matt Milla, which are phenomenal. Hmm. Phenomenal. This has such a gentle glow to all of the characters, to the nice edge lighting he puts on them, but it's not shiny, which I think would take away from how beautiful Linz's art. Like, if you look at the confrontation between Danny and Rain, where they really have it out, there's no reflection on any of them. There's light on Rain's face, but it doesn't get into the shiny, reflecty, and I think that's in great service. So, yeah. great writing, great art, totally delivered for me, and I think we have some fun stuff to talk about. Well, since Starting we all... Wolverine. Yeah, we got to write to Lynn and be like, we love you. you know, not that we do interviews or anything on this show, but like, we no, love you. Will you be my new out, dad? I, I reached out to him and said that and told him that uh, I love his art because Aww. I just read New Mutants. And then I asked him if he does them traditionally or digitally. I've not seen his reply yet. Um, and, you know, if he does them traditionally, I might buy a page uh, from yeah. him. I it don't really know compliments. about yeah. I can't. I would have a hard time believing that he works traditional. I'm very mm -hmm. interested to hear your answer, yeah. just because right. of the line quality in these. But mm. you never know. Yeah, it really um, compliments Rod Rice's uh, art with with being with very no much. Face? <laughs> yeah, well, like being kept, its own thing. Yeah, like you say. know, he kept up. We kept up with the no face. Like since Peter pointed out about the no face, I did not notice it. Sorry, the of mine. I apologize. No, I mean, there's like so many things now. I cannot stop noticing because Peter pointed it out. And I'm Peter, like, oh, bad no. form. Like, <laughs> no. like um, so, less than noticeable. So we want to. Uh, we, I want to start the. Um, start the issue with like the party scenes because I love party mm -hmm. scenes in every like so far all the party scenes have been uh, the one that really like in Wolverine making uh, meet up like plans with Thor I thought that that was very sweet yeah. <laughs> like you know it's like I'm uh, free I'm free that day like you know do you want to catch a catch a beer I was like oh so this is this is what I'm talking about when I'm like synergy between Marvel heroes like this is this is good it should be this way but 
Something Thor doesn't really care appreciated. about politics. Yeah, yeah, Thor's just there for some mead, right? He doesn't exactly. need to get it. Yeah. He's a mead drinker before he's the ruler of Asgard. Uh, something I really yeah. appreciated is that this was an issue that felt like it used the party as the right kind of backdrop, which I think I'll probably also talk a little bit in X Corps number two. Mm-hmm. It didn't just feel like a, a, a party issue that didn't take advantage of its plot. It didn't feel like a plot that wasn't taking advantage of the party. We needed this kind of open, cacophonous social situation to get things like Danny's interaction with Rain, to get things like somebody being nasty to Karma and magic coming to her defense. Like that that used the party as it should be used. I think much better than maybe some of the other titles Wait, have done so Oh, is far. it the other way around? Somebody being nasty to magic and Karma coming to the defense. I guess yeah, I guess it kind of goes it goes both ways. Yeah. But uh, I mean, the, what the, else stuck the, out in the party to you, Tyler? I mean, the thing is that what stuck out to me is something which has nothing to do with the New Mutants. Um, is really, um, did Laura just basically tell Sink no, bye? No. And then Sink is like, oh. I didn't get I didn't, that. I didn't well, in the open page, like Sink was walking towards Laura, right? And then she has the hand there. And then Sink was like, oh. I, so I kind of looked at it as well, but I kind of thought that Laura didn't even recognize him. Oh, really? Didn't. Yeah. I, I, I kind of yeah. was like, oh yeah, we're we're teammates now. Bye. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, like see you at the you office know? on Monday. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> like, oh my God, oh, we okay. won. Like, yeah. you know, we won. Bye. And then Laura just walked out. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how I saw it, and I was—I felt bad for the man. Me I too. I know, right? And you, like, I mean, like, and oh. and that's the thing about this, right? It's just—it's just two panels, and then and 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 it tells so much about these two characters that are not even the cast of New Mutants, and I mean, I I just thought this stood out a little bit for me, and and of course the whole thing about um Warlock and Warpath. Warpath is fast becoming like a really good counselor. It's such <laughs> yeah, a it's good, good version of. I mean, I love mm-hmm. Warpath. He's probably my top like twenty five mutants usually, mm-hmm. but this is such a fun take on Warpath and his sensitivity and how he's this big hulking guy but then if you give him time to like work through things he comes out with these like really um thoughtful responses very human and I, I just love it it's great it's such a contrast to using him as this like x-force my knives kind of like guy you know <laughs> my my knives. Knives. Um, which which one of you had his costume as your work has you not liked because there is a conversation about his costume here as well that was delightful uh, it's like oh my I god do you know do you know how to get a man disrobe a man and I was like what like I know I just, um, by the way one thing I want to go back to synth though because you know how there's like an emoji that shows up did you see that synth has a love emoji on top of him it's very it's like it's yes. kind of taken out like it's like a love and like aww. like yeah. it just aww. I thought that that was that was so sad and I love too in that party scene that um there's there's actually it's not just like random assemblies of people it actually mm-hmm. like has there there's things that are real that are happening especially like Danny being known by people like Captain America like it makes sense because Danny has been a leader in very t- many mm-hmm. occasions she's a Valkyrie like she is known to these other characters and like Warlock doing his imitation and then later the thing saying like Warlock I noticed you've been imitating people that's only been happening in the art so if you're somebody who just reads like bubble to bubble then yeah. you have to go back and be like wait has he been because it was never remarked upon and it's like yeah trust your artist enough to tell the story visually so that the and then land the joke later as the writer 
that to me is mentioned, like good comic booking. It also was mentioned in the data page last week, right? Uh, last issue, yes. sorry. Yeah, yeah, like you know, um, uh, uh, Warlock um, mentions that. Uh, sorry, not Warlock. Warpath. Like War Warpath mentions that. Um, yeah. but I am so super excited to see the see the two pages side by side when I get the oversized hardcover. Um, of one with like oh, half yeah. of half of Doug Brand. What's his name? Like that Warlock. guy. Warlock. Uh, Warpath and Warlock. Oh yeah, yeah Warp- so, oh my god, that's it. why I, I, I kept getting like, you know, so Warlock and Warpath, but it's going to be side by side, and that's like a half and half, so I thought that that was, that was done very well. Yeah. Well, we have some and, big topics to get through here. We have Danny and Rain's just, conversation, the group chat. Peter, just, one po- just one more point about this, sure. just a short point. Um, I, I like that at the end of the conversation between Warlock and Warpath, uh, Warlock changed his 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 the way he refers to Warpath from self friend Warpath to self friend James. Yes, little things. So like so there's like there is this transition from say you are a teammate to you are a friend, right? Because he because everybody's self friend. To... It's self yeah. friend is just anybody who's cooperating, right? Oh, yeah. okay. They're self. Oh, okay. That's cute. Well, we're, um, we're going to get to that now. I just want to enumerate. We're going to talk a little bit about the Danny and Rain conversation. Of course, we're going to talk about the group chat. A great example of a data page possibly being the best page in the issue with it being totally plain layout-wise. Uh, we're going to talk about Shadow King and, of course, the ending. And and maybe disrobing a man. I don't know. We might get there if anybody has any experience in that. But I, I do want to talk about, primarily here, Warlock starring in My Best Friend's Wedding, dot, 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 happened a couple of weeks ago and I'm still really upset about it. Because we really get here that he hasn't really... Not only has he not addressed his feelings about it, but he mm-hmm. hasn't addressed Doug's feelings or Bay's feelings. He's not addressed any feelings. He's just allowing himself to be on the outside because he's on the outside. And there's this wonderful moment of artistic tension in the sequence as we're watching the Warlock voiceover and we see Warlock kind of wordlessly miming it through for Doug and Bay, where I really thought Bay was going to reject him, right? He makes the crazy googly eyes, Bay yep. puts her hands on his shoulder, and I'm like, oh no, oh no! And then he brings them back on curves and they all love each other, and I was so happy! <laughs> it's cute. It's so cute. It's a nice, warm, lovely moment, and friends and, are great. And don't you love it when there's like this, um, this kind of like, everybody's getting along kind of thing? Bay like, smiled. You know, yeah, it's it's just I I really love these things, and then it's like um like when we are so used to seeing the trope of like oh yeah now that the friend is married and then the spouse is not going to approve and it's always that the woman is the one that is coming between two men's right. romance and stuff. But then in this one, like you know, Vital is like no, we're not gonna do that. She's yeah. going to accept him, and it's because and it's just. It also shows another layers of Arakans and Arakis. Like, it's like, even two weeks, they're kind of getting a hang of how to live a normal life, you know? So, and it may be also possible that Doug has mentioned about Warlock a lot. And she's like, yeah, you know, Doug loves you. I just think it's interesting. You know, this is, it Mm -hmm. is a true triangle, right? People say love triangle, usually meaning, you know, love right angle. But this is not a love triangle, but it's a plot triangle because each one of them should have an interesting connection with each other one of them. Right. And I I, I really loved it, you know. Even though there was like, I was kind of shocked by the dog's look like this. (laughs) That that really kind of, got me but i was like okay at least they're no, but the, that's the thing with 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 arts is that um it, it 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 he draws body language and facial expressions really well 
Like it sells the story, it sells the the emotion, and 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 it 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 tracks with the um the the text and the implied text.、Mm. So I kind of like really really love that part. Well, I want to get into the emotion. We're gonna save the group chat for later so we can have some fun because in the middle of that sequence is this brutal inset of Gabby in tears because this、mm. um. This meeting, this connection between Warlock and Bay, has Shadow King's voiceover, and he says, "Your friends came to me because they were curious and they trusted that they were safe. It felt good." He's talking about him feeling good. Warlock's feeling good here. Gabby's feeling awful, and just this tiny square and the way that the lettering—I think is it、uh, Lanham lettering this issue, I believe—the way that Lanham lays that lettering on the on the panel divide, which is not something that people、mm-hmm. usually are like trying to do in lettering, but he lays it so that it ha- is half on the Warlock panel, half in the Gabby panel, and it says it felt good, and Warlock's unsure, and Gabby's crying. Like this is good comic booking. But let's talk a little bit about Gabby's letter and her fate, which I I'm a little unclear on personally.、Mm-hmm. So I、Not、guess、really. Maria, what what are you feeling about this, and what do you think has transpired off camera? I mean, she's dead. But how did she get dead? Yeah. Did the Shadow she... King kill her? Did he put her mind somewhere else? Did she kill herself? Did she just fall down a hole? She's very hard to kill. So I I know and. I... My thing was that you know, okay, I did not like the fact that we had to see it because after all, she's a child, and、mm. it's I and it's a vicious looking panel, and to me, it kind of came back like this is one example where it's like it wasn't because to move the story forward. This is actually、uh, like you know, I'm not gonna say that oh we just killed a girl, you know, it's because it's not. It's like you know, it's it's. It it's a story that happened to a character,、um, and but I just felt like that we probably shouldn't need to see that see that、uh, the, the the shot like see, I just I I don't I don't know because and here's why and because I've been reading uh like I started reading a lot of like manga recently and there has been a few mangas where it's like they managed to get the feelings across just by words without showing you, you know showing you like something gratuitous and. It still impacts just as much, which is a credit as much to the translator as to the writer as well. But the thing is, like, the, it, it's done well. It can be done, and here we just kind of get it. And I just, See, I don't know. I'm like, I think you need it because this is a character who can heal. So, like, you need to show the body is dead to get across that she's not coming back from this because it's very easy. For a character like Wolverine or X twenty three, whatever, to be burnt or brutalized or whatever, but like your brain is thinking,、oh, okay, well they're going to get better. But like showing her just stark dead is showing this is final, this is concrete, which is like, but it's not final. Well, yeah, but like in this body, it is. So like this happened. It's not saying like well, this can get reversed. And also, don't re- don't don't forget the very first issue of.、Um, Ayala's New Mutants. We talk about whether a clone will be, yeah,、um, you know, will, will, they will they will bring they will bring back her or not? Because、um, they will bring her back. I mean, they will, but yeah. Um, yeah. Are but, we but, sh- are but, we sure about yeah, that? Because Mister Deal will get her back. Because yeah, Laura, because Laura's now an X Men. They're gonna、yeah. bring her back because you know Laura's no, important but, now. But my question like, is this: 
is did people love honey badger? Is is what <laughs> is what Peter sort of said earlier, right? Did Shadow King kill her, or did Shadow Kings made her feel so sad that she killed herself? See, now that's where the ambiguity I, uh... is. More than is she dead or not? Mm-hmm. And I don't think I think I I I really I don't, don't want I don't I am sorry, but I don't really want a, co- a X Men comic to become about a child committing. I agree. Oh no, I, no. I don't, yeah, I'm I not saying that I want it anyway. I just don't I don't know that, that ambiguity want... existed in the way it was yes. presented. They're going yeah, yeah. for that, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, but think I that want happened. it to be Shadow. It's normal. No, no, no. Black and white. I'm not. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about. Um, like her killing herself because out of her own imagination. I'm just saying that Shadow King influenced her to that extent okay. that it made her kill herself. No, it, I, I, I also no. don't want that. Uh, yeah. but I don't, I don't I, want to add that. to the dead body conversation, I think Harry kind of nails it, Like especially because they did, like, it's an arm. Like Because we know how Gabby's healing and her relation to her feeling things works, you have to be careful to not just show like an arm or a leg or whatever because then it doesn't hit. But then also you want to show that she hasn't been like brutalized like you don't want to show this child like really beaten up like i agree mm-hmm. it no any child dead on panel is affecting but i think that like to try to present it in a really not sensationalized way where like you can see like she's a little bit bruised i guess but it just didn't it came across to me almost like she's there almost like this like snow angel in the plant life and and you couldn't have her eyes closed because you had to sell it rolled back it's like i feel like it, a lot of care was taken and knowing Ayla, as I do from reading other comics of theirs, like I feel like they probably took care and being like, how do we show this and not make it a sensational image the way DC would show Batgirl dead on the ground with her ass up in the air in a sexualized <laughs> way, you know? It's like, still, but it's it's not, I'm not going to go as far as say it was done like incredibly. I think all the options here aren't great, but like it's still a kind of upsetting and a, still a little gratuitous mm. to me. I, I think there's not a better way to do it, but... It did not, like, I was not, like, blown away by, like, the framing of it. Yeah, I mean, I think you could have gone over the shoulder. You could have flown the camera over them and just said, it's Gabby, she's dead. And yeah. not sold it with the, the visual. I think that sure. probably would have been effective. Because yeah. I wanted, like, maybe it would have been better to see the reaction of Cosmar and them. Because it's kind of, like, kind of hit it, like, oh we caught like somehow we are responsible or because they just had a fight and then she ran off right so that would have been something and the thing is i feel like somehow i'm more unsettled by the fact that she's not as bruised because she's a fighter like yeah that's creepy yeah that kind of freaked me out more that she's not bruised there's no fight sign or it's just not you know i I don't know i mean i I don't want to talk well and and don't forget the monologue by farouk ended with goodbye Gabriel mm-hmm. killing Lee. Yeah. So, yeah. so that is like kind of chilling. Right? It could also, yeah. we're, we're talking like, oh, mate, is it ambiguous to kill her or not? It might just be as simple as we don't want to show him killing a girl on screen. Yeah, yeah absolutely. definitely killed her. Yeah, absolutely. I, that's my so, read anyway. Yeah, I so also which, think that that which also kind of was great. Like that whole uh, Anal Cosmar Rainboy. I think you could have just ended yeah. that panel. It's a really good panel. He cartoons yeah. Rainboy. I think the best we've seen him. It really sells like his amorphousness in a way that I don't know that Rice has like communicated fully to me. Mm-hmm. Not a knock on him because we love Rod Rice on this channel. Yeah, but yeah. like I just like got it way more in that moment. Then I'm like, oh, he's just this bubble. He's just this water <laughs> surface tension water bubble floating inside of this I, costume. Yeah. I mean, even no girl had a reaction. Yeah, yeah. she with 
her little Making tentacles like <laughs> I, I feel like they just went a little yeah. bit harder on this just because this is a character whose power is like recovering from normally yeah. fatal things mm-hmm. like I think that's just all yeah. it is and well, she doesn't feel pain right no she doesn't no. she's in the normal yeah. nerve endings no I'm gonna bounce this to a happier topic which is yeah. the group chat <laughs> this Twitter has been lit up with with praise and delight at the New Mutants group chat where they're all talking about who they voted for and why, for most of them, it was not <laughs> Sunspot. And I think this communicates so much about these characters, sometimes in a word, in a way that really shows how well this book works. Uh, does anybody have anything they want to talk about here? Or can we just delight in it? I don't well, know. Well, just the overall like delivery of it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not like that young at this point, but like it is nice to see like a chat like that feels authentic rather than like an old man yelling at clouds trying to sound like the youths. Like, <laughs> you- no offense to someone like Jurgens, but you know what I mean. Like, it's, this seems more authentic than not, which is nice. Well, I mean, part of it is like magic being the one who's using emojis, except for the one other sentence, because we just established <laughs> that magic is bad at spelling. So yeah. if she's on her phone, like she's just whipping out. It's just like little things like that. Like, of course, magic would respond with emojis. And of course, she would just keep using the devil emoji because it's magic. <laughs> like, it's just perfect. Um, no, I, I really liked the one that where she's like, um, Sunfire... Uh, five five to one odds that Sunbar quits the first day anyway. <laughs> I really from? want it's from Claremont's run. There we go. Because, yeah. because, because, from the first, know, I mean, he, he, he quit he twice. Quit. Yeah, he quit like you know right away. Like, he quit. He time. quit. He quits right away, and then yeah. he flew back to the plane, and then he, he quits was, again. Like, think of it, Harry. Think of it like he was Jean Grey before Jean Grey. Right? Oh, I know wow. what you're going to say. Sunbar <laughs> and Jean Grey. Who's who's like, going to quit in the quit most spectacular the way first? Like you know. Fast, but the thing is, like, um, I really like that. But I was like, also, like, is this a foreshadowing? Maybe well, it is. Yeah, the the you know the, the the reason why people voted for Sunfire is because they want to take his place. They're like, oh yeah, Sunfire, <laughs> let's vote for him. He's gonna quit, <laughs> and then I can replace him. Yeah. Well, and also like the whole like rain, don't be rude, Liana, and then Magic's like fingernails. <laughs> right, after, right after Moonstar was like, we do not use all caps in group chat, Roberta. Like it's just there's such a social dynamic that yeah. like of course Wolfsbane wouldn't want anybody to say anything mean. Of course, yeah. Danny would be like no. Nobody needs to use capital letters. It's just like, it reminds me of our chat. Like, it just feels like you, it just really reminds me of something yeah. of us chatting all uh, We're I, old. Just, we're so much older than these characters. We're, we're very old. But I'm five or like, six times older than some yeah. of them. <laughs> five or six? Thanks, sir. Five or six times? That's, a, jo- that's a joke about my amorphous yeah, much kind of, upon age. What kind of elixir are you taking? I, I will need a source. <laughs> <laughs> if you're five or six times over uh, in there. No, but the thing is, at the end of it, like, Barto just, like, like he just left. Yeah, he's just, like, like, yeah, he's just upset. Yeah, and Salmon Ball. Like, there's just so many... <laughs> I love that. It's like when you invited really... me to the group chat that we're both in recently, and I was and then I back channeled to him like, who the fuck are all these people? I don't know what any of these nicknames are. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, those are like the nicknames that just kind of happen organically. And mm. you know, it's kind of like that. It's just like, oh my god. Like, oh, you know. So mm. I really like that. Well, somehow we got a downer and an upper. So let's do the downer first and then the upper. <laughs> uh, Danny and Rain reconnect in the middle of the party. We teased at it earlier, but Rain is going through some trauma. Her son mm-hmm. is of indeterminate life status right now. 
And it felt like really genuine. The Danny apologizes in a way that's real and Rain's frustrated, but like she accepts it in a way that's real. And I just was like, wow, like what a great service to these characters to not just pit these two characters, these two women against each other, but to have like a genuine moment of like, wow, we both were in the wrong for a moment there, huh? <laughs> and it's I also a- like that. Like that she's like so depressed that she doesn't even want to dress up. That yes. was kind of that was kind of like been there. No, I mean it's yeah. just well, a beautifully f- shaded scene of just like. But I, f- I, f- yeah. I felt that I felt that Rain is like being pretty passive aggressive here. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I yeah. have no I have no no love for Rain anymore. Yeah, because you know. Because just from an art so. standpoint, I think like Rain, I love Rain's design in this. Oh, I think it's so, it's cool. so mm. and there's like so much volume in the fur and her face. It's just like it's the it is like the cartooning in the best freaking way. Yeah. Like it looks so fun and cool. Uh, but but the story is a little bit more shaded to be kind of melancholy and just, yeah, two friends that have kind of messed up and they haven't really mm-hmm. resolved it because they're at a party. But something's happening there. But and also I feel right like we can before all that one, play. the half frame of Danny mm-hmm. cut off right down the middle of her face with what's happening to his backups. Like, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. It's was... really good uh, storytelling. But there's there's this part about um in the beginning where Rain basically outright lied about Gabby, or is she really that like oblivious? <gasps> oh right, because this is right off of her leading her. Oh, I forgot that this happens like right after she leads her down by the river. <laughs> yeah. By the river. Down by the river. That's that's why I keep saying that I just I I want like a trial of rain series because yeah. she is like I mean the fact that she lied about it yeah. that kind of made her an accessory to murder. Well, yeah. So I almost mm. So I'm kind of I'm kind of now thinking is like how this will come to be. Like you know, how it? this will come. And you know how you can make it make Wolverine the series about Laura and uh, Dockett. Wolverine the family. Exactly. Yeah. That's all. Go can, and, can, and but Shadow King, fan wants <laughs> Shadow yeah, King like, can control minds to some extent, right? Or that's a thing. Well, we, I mean, we don't super know because he's in his monologue. He's talking about how he had this friend, which was the Shadow King presence, but mm-hmm. he's a mole finally himself separated from that. So like, we don't really have any experience with the mole no. without the I, Shadow King. Yeah. I read that scene and I, I could be totally off if he doesn't have his powers here, but like considering no, last... No, he has his powers. Okay, okay. He's definitely remember, he's still a psychic. Okay, I, I take it... in the beginning, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. like when he was a kid... He, he yeah, has yeah, powers. Yeah. Okay. My point being, like, I, I almost read, like, last scene of Rain, like, bringing Gabby to Shadow King as, like, he was almost, he had her somewhat in his thrall and she didn't realize, like, the ramifications of what she was doing. And I, I, I can see that as a, I can, I can see that being a short walk, too. Mm. All right, well, now that that's out of the way, I'm not even going to think about it. Back to my business at this party. Mm-hmm. It's it's like a very mellow kind of like mind tamper. So so That's the thing me. is like you know um, that kind of where like you know I'm gonna be the expert reader over here. So much. The part of it is like I just hate Rain's character now because it's like there is no progress with this character. This yeah. is not the first time she does this weird nonsense and then she just completely forgets about it. It's is just like. like- Perpetually yeah, she, sad is the yes, survive. Yes, okay. and she's perpetually like under somebody Apologetic. else's control. She, yeah. She, yeah. she she perpetuates the situation of being under somebody else's thumb. She does not like making her own decisions. I don't know about that one. Um, like you know, and the thing is, and here's the thing: she's also, um, you know, she had a 
relationship with a minor. Like when Alexa oh, was a yeah. minor. Yeah, so yeah. there was yeah. that that's going for it, for her. And then she decided, oh, I don't want to be an X Factor anymore. And then she just quits and goes to X, X Force, does absolutely nothing other than fuck on Wolf to, sorry, have Echo. a child that she's now <laughs> crying upset about. That's There's the really whole, not a lot of pros arc. to this character like, compared exactly. to the cons. And now, now <laughs> she's like, again, under someone else's influence. And then it just like, 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 it's like I, yeah, I, let's put her shadow cake next to Victor. Let's do this. Dang. Like, I, you know. I want to have faith that Ayla has a plan. And in mm. order to go there, they had to kind of restate the, the status. Like, we can't just be like, oh, remember all those times Rain was an asshole or like Rain was under somebody's control. It's like, okay, let's make this present. Because again, Freya, you know, let's not just make it for people who've read 100 X-Men comic books, right? So like, I will forget. They do I'm it. On, I'm on your side, but I will forgive this if we actually take Rain somewhere new in the next mm-hmm. 10 issues. And it seems kind of uninspired from what you guys are saying. It feels uninspired in the book, but like I has yeah. been doing a lot of really good work elsewhere, so I can't imagine there's something coming. Well, I'm, I'm, so glad about this having, I'm so glad that we're having this conversation because it's going to make my point in my next in the next issue that we talk about. Oh, boy. Tyler and then we're ending on an upper. Tyler. D- D- Danny and, and, and Rain has always have a really good relationship. So I think Ayala is, is setting up like a split here. Hmm. So, you know, I mean, just look at towards the end of this robing. Um, Rain looks ab- absolutely pissed when... She's over it. She's like, yeah, we're toasting we- with champagne right now? Yeah. And well, she looks upset when 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 Danny was like, "Oh, it's all in the wrist." <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's you know, a team that that undresses together stays together, and this <laughs> this sequence, it's just so minor, and it comes after like you know somebody complains about how they're dressed, and they made this guy look terrible in front of everybody and embarrass him. <laughs> Karma, like it's it's all just like party favor plot points, but mm-hmm. it kind of results in them showing that they are a unit. It's the first time we've really seen them all together since the very beginning of this arc. Mm-hmm. And it just has like an amount of tenderness to it, which is set off by Rain kind of in the background, but the magic appearing. And I don't know, there's just something so tender about it that really feels different than than what a lot of X-Men comics are doing right now. I'm trying mm-hmm. to think of where X-Men, com- X-Men comics have felt personal. They felt um, private, but I don't know if I've really felt they feel tender the way that the scene does. I don't know. Is well, it just me? X Factor. I liked it. Yeah, I was thinking about X Factor, but yeah. I don't know. Even this feels a little like a little bit of a different. It's, it's a bit different because yeah. X Factor has a little way. bit more of a, of a family dynamics with a dad and a yeah, mom. it's more paternal. It's, yeah. it's yeah. more custodial. Yeah. This is really about peers, you know. Yeah. So they're all this, all friends, all roughly the same age, and they known each other for a long time. It's, so. it's like a familiarity and a very like soft and like like just warm kind of way. It doesn't yeah. feel like forced or like like really effortful. Before we go into like this tender moment that we were talking about, did we really need the harassment or like just straight up Chad just being in the party <laughs> scene? Like, did we really need it that? I mean, I don't, I just I I, I kind of glossed on that. Like, it was funny. Haha. When I reread it, I it was wasn't like, even I funny. That's why I say this is just kind yeah. of light, like light on content because I don't. I think that took up a lot of space that it didn't necessarily need to mm. take up. Like, and, and I, the thing I, is, like, it's just like I feel like yeah, like it's it's one of those things. Like, oh my god, because this happened in reality. Well, I mean, can I have my fantasy moment where everybody's just having fun in party and we're not just dealing with this kind of thing? We've already 
dealt with like racist people in other issues and now this is like a it's it's even worse and it's just like i don't know it's like uh, and it like, occupies six pages not every page is yeah. about it exclusively it's one long. of it is the beautiful full panel um reveal of of karma's outfit mm-hmm. but it, i mean it's it's a lot it's like a third it's of a the issue yeah so mm-hmm. i don't know yeah karma's and, outfit by the way at first i, don't know that I thought I... that at first i thought that that guy was from the queer eye no like, Vela has said she would never or they would never <laughs> do that yeah. to, to them so that's <laughs> exactly yeah. but the thing is it really looked like it that does guy. Really it does look like and, that person. and then and then i was like what the and i was no i was like no 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 no, you can't do that and then it's just like, a okay, nagging no. like, queer eye yeah yeah, yeah it's, some, it's someone different and i'm like ugh. but, but yeah, also i think like, it took until now for me to realize that karma's dress is the motif of her power did you all understand that already and i'm just slow when you see it over the head when they're in the undressing scene it's it's her power it's the thing that appears around her head and but it's it's this like inflated version it reminds me of um come to garçon does these dresses that are like like flattened like it almost looks like a silhouette of a dress that somebody like ran a a, a rolling pin over and she and it's that and so i was like okay before i didn't like this dress but now i get it and i'm like now it's the gear shape i think that's what you're talking about Yeah, yeah 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 So I needed to see it yeah. a couple of times from different angles. Uh, right. and, and Karma says, impressive. If I have trouble getting out of mine later, I know who to call. Yeah, I know. Mm. <laughs> yeah. All right, folks. Does anybody have a last lingering thought that you must express from your brains before we wrap up our discussion of New Mutants 19? So can we put Xavier into the hole as well for allowing random <laughs> mutant just be around children like this because this is his responsibility too mm-hmm. and then the second thing is that we really need to talk about the kids someone needs to do something about the kids because they didn't We're go to the that. party they didn't go to the party but then they were like hey at least they let us vote that sounded really <laughs> not good like, they, don't have they went to mars right they have low it's self-esteem like, clearly yeah but they are not caring about all of that and i feel like somehow cosmar has become this like pity party leader part kind of thing among mm-hmm. them and they're she, like you know they're i think she, they go by they like they she, no i think they, we've established no, she, she. Yeah. so she she's like you know bringing everyone else kind of down with her it's just like i i'm just like i'm not comfortable which is not a bad thing it's a good story mm-hmm. point but i feel like it needs to be i hope that it's explored and I it is that it's not because last dropped. issue, last issue, Magic is saying that look, we are no longer training yeah. them to use the powers. Yeah. We are going to do something different. So yeah, hopefully, I, we'll see that. Yeah, I mean, but I just don't know whether Lo, uh, um, Gabby's uh, murder derails hmm. all of that. That's mm. that's what my that's and then whether they're held accountable, responsible for that. And I'm also going to say though that the Gabby's letter of dear Laura read a little bit too. Not. We're gonna have a great time together, and we're gonna dress alike. We're have a great night, and we're never gonna die. And then she dies. <laughs> yeah. Wait, did she? Did she write that? And what state of mind was she in when she wrote it? Yeah. Yeah. Take lots of pictures, and I'm like, mm. we're gonna hug and sing, and we're gonna have great food. Yeah. I just think this is a really great, like, just escalation of like fun times at a party while slowly starting to creep some horror and dread into it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, just that ending hits you like a brick. Uh, I'm, it's I'm just really very glad, well done. I'm really glad Jonathan wasn't there because, you know, you can't mm. bring Jonathan back. That's like, true. Just, yeah. Yeah. X-Core number two, our compatriot Harry had to step out. So it's just the three of us for this discussion. Harry went to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. After party. 
X-Core number two, let's get our reaction from the panel, starting with Tyler. Um, I think this is a huge step up from issue one, and I enjoyed it a lot. The plot makes sense if we are going to lean into the business side of Krakoa, so to speak. Um, I mean, I think my only nitpick would be all the timestamps are kind of wrong. So um, with respect to the whole gala setup, um, but um, you know, other than that, I think the art is also much better. Um, some of the facial expressions still need a little bit of work. Um, I give it a three point five, wet feathers out of five. Freeha. I did not like this issue because it reminded me of Scotty Young's um, like variant cover where Angel talks to Wolverine about how this is going to be a, bi- a book about business and there's not going to be no, no action and this was a book about business and there's no action which probably like maybe lived up to its name and stuff but I was so dis- like you know so taken away by the art which was a Peter characteristics but I'm turning into Peter and Tyler constantly every week over here so it just took a lot out of me and I, I just, I don't know. I and Madrox's characteristics were completely wrong. Like as if it was written by Hickman. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I mean, the uh, whole thing was not. It's not for me. It was like a, a cold fish dish as a second, like as a main course that I didn't care for. Well, I loved this comic. It was one of my favorite X-Men comics so far this year. And I think it was the only comic that understands what to do with the Hellfire Gala as a backdrop. I think so many of these comics are playing with the time aspect of the evening without there being any reason for us as readers to look forward to that. This comic gives us a reason. They start out with an agenda for these characters, not just the agenda of the party. And it makes it so we think the point is going to be the order that they're holding the meetings and what happens in the meeting. But it's almost like what each meeting sets up for the next meeting, which is the point. So it pulled me through the party in the way that the other ones hasn't. It also used the party as an actual backdrop or sometimes not because of Master mind for the things that were happening and again in a way that i think has been inconsequential in the other books like it's a party when it's cute for mingling and all of a sudden it doesn't matter that it's a party i just i just think this nailed Mm. the agenda but quite frankly the reason i'm on an opposite side from free here is i want the book to be a boring book with no action about business i love that stuff show me the drudgery of bureaucracy and what that means for mutants and how they're failing at it that to me is fascinating that's what i was hoping for and i think that this just was like it fulfilled my wishes so i got real darn excited there are things that are problems. I think the art did a good job for a lot of the time, but then really fell on its face or a particular mutant's face for some of the time. And we are definitely going to get into that. But I mean, I just loved it. I'm the target audience and I am at peace with that. I don't need to make anybody else like it. It's just good enough that I liked it and I liked it. We have this series of interviews. Fenris, not on the schedule. So we have Thunderbird at the beginning. Thunderbird number three, I think he is officially. Yeah, Neil, I think so. Shara, yeah. And, uh, It's kind of just like he's the safe candidate. He's like the one that everybody's like, yeah, he'd be a good one. But you but it's almost like they're bored by him in the room. Like they're they're looking at which really kind of speaks to already that this Mm -hmm. is a terrible idea. Like they have this perfect, rational, talented, logical, good person in the chair. And they're like, so you did. Like, they're not excited by his cat. Well, he actually the- brought his resume. He did all the things that he was supposed to do. And Monet is like, bored now. And he's also the one that they need for, I mean, because of his powers too. So, yeah. so there's like, you know. So before, I know you were want to talk about it. So 
did I, maybe I should have gone back to Explore One and read it. Was that established that they still need people? I thought that the, they, they already had the board with Jamie and Trinary and all of that. What was the point of the first X-Core then? Well, I still I have that question. I don't think there was very yeah. much point to the first issue at all. I think this should have been the first issue. Uh, and they should have just put the... the. Let's get into this for a second, shall we? I think that they should have put that whole launching the the the, the lab or headquarters or whatever and the blowing up in the Savage Land. That should have been an issue of X-Men. Because mm. Hickman specialized in doing these like one-shotty things. He loves Monet. He could have co-written it with Teeny Howard if he wanted to. More people would have read it and they would have been like, ooh, what's that about? But no, since it got punted to be the first issue of X-Core, everybody was like, this shit is boring. And now we have the second issue of X-Core, which is actually kind of interesting if you just started cold with like, we need mm-hmm. a board. But because we just read the first issue with that stuff, it makes this almost exactly. seem less consequential. Like it just was a, it was a pure editorial miss. That first yeah. issue of X-Core was an X-Men issue. Right, and that's what I'm saying. But the thing is, like, you know, given that this is the hand we were dealt with, I have right. to look at it as X core book. Yes, and we that's have to why see that thinking, this is issue two. I can't change it. Yeah, this is exactly. I can't change it, and that's one of the reasons I was like, okay, we just did it in the first issue, kind of Monet going around and trying to recruit these people, and we're doing it again. But I thought that that was already established. So well, I am it was super ex- confused. It was explained but, here that. Um, Monet only extended the offer of the seat to two of them. So what does and that they mean? Have well, not, they didn't they accept have it. Accept it. And they're taking other meetings. Like, they're basically yeah. like, our candidates didn't accept our... our I think there yeah. are four total seats. And they kind of, mm. like, put the call out to some people initially. But it's confusing. I'm not excusing it. I, I was yeah. like, wait, there's more? Or, like, were those yeah. people one kind of board of directors and these are other... Bro-? Like, I was just... I just think it was confusing. And and then the thing is like also talk about and this is this is all Peter's fault. It's it's I'm not gonna take any responsibility because I started noticing <laughs> this after Peter talks about these things. Because the thing is we spent a whole page of explaining all the people that you were gonna meet, and then we see that happening exactly how it was written in the data pages and just like a rehash. Why? Why is that a thing? Why wasn't it just instead of a data page, put that on the top that she's talking that uh, wind, wind child, the child wind, the wind yeah. person, dancer, uh, like, you whatever. know, yeah. dancer, wind dancer, like she's talking, giving you bullet points. It's like, oh, keep it short. And then then we see, OK, we are talking about it. I just don't know what was the point of all of that. And it just felt like very like. Okay, like, you know, and Mastermind, really, really. Well, okay, I, I, again, I don't want to just come off as an apologist, but I just want to talk about why I did actually like this. I liked the data page because it was very memo from the, from the coordinator kind of thing. You know, like, I have been in these all days of interviews. I remember last year doing interviews where, like, we literally just for a whole week was just doing, we're just doing interviews. And it's like, I just, I enjoyed all the levels to it. Like, here's their name. Here's their code name. Here's what you have to remember. Here's the recommendation, even though I know you have to take the meeting. Like, but again, I'm into bureaucracy in comics. I think if you're already bored enough by your day job, or you have no interest in this kind of bureaucracy at all, I can see how this is a total miss for you. I do think that they could have, to your point though, Freya, dressed it up a little bit more with like, paper clips with their photos or whatever like it, it could have felt more like like an actual document that you would slide mm-hmm. across the desk at somebody but i content wise i thought it was really real and really funny also not to mention wind dancer does not show up in the issue 
Yeah. And then I keep on thinking about trinaries doing this. When right. I keep thinking it's trinary, which says when, a lot about and, how they're using trinary. And this issue. because you keep saying that bureaucracy in comics, this is the same week we have a sh- TV show that is about bureaucracy in comic universe. That is far more interesting. Highly and entertaining. That's one of the reasons. Highly entertaining, and that's one of the reason. Uh, that's one of the reason. It's also kind of like you know falls flat because of that. Because I was like, okay, like you know, and then thinking because the wind dancer doesn't show up at once. I was like, okay, mm. who is doing this? What's going on? Like you know, it just and then. Uh, but yeah, so we're gonna yeah let's let's. But yeah. and, and why why is Sophia doing this? Isn't she the ambassador to Mojoverse? And isn't she also like the PR person? Like I guess from the perspective of like PR, she's like I I've arranged these. Here's my personal justification. I've arranged these heavy hitter people and also Thunderbird for you to meet with because I don't feel like you necessarily have a flashy enough um, group of potential board members in Madrox and in uh, Trinary. So please take a meeting with Sunspot. Please take a meeting with Celine. Like, the, you know, I'm trying to like be your PR arm. These are the people that are I'm mm. fielding requests from, which makes an amount of sense. But it would have made more sense if we got a panel of her like following her, them with the, you know... It, it it almost read like we don't want you escort to be canceled like X Factor because we didn't have heavy hitters. So <laughs> let's talk to some heavy hitters, you guys. Like, do what well, I have I mean, Wolverine. Are any of How them? Do we have Wolverine? Any of them? Sell, I, do you, any of them sell a comic book? I, some of I the was. Ex, some I of the was ex so, say that. I was so ready. I really wish we'd have said, "Should we get Wolverine? People like Wolverine." That would have made this comic for me because <sighs> oh. I'll be honest with you. I don't know how many. Angel fans that are out there, even though he's one of the OG five, but he's, it's. I think we can say definitively at this point he might be the least liked of the. I don't know. We'd have to run some science, some data science to find out. Man. Yeah, I think Iceman like, has more fans man. now because. Yeah, but yeah. but that's but that's what I'm saying. The way it read is like, guys, we cannot get cast like X Factor. Well, you know, while we're we stalled on this, while we're stalled <laughs> on this first interview page, before we get any deeper, let's talk about the the problem I know for sure is happening in this art. And then we could talk about the art in general. There's a lot of good art pages in here. It conveys mm-hmm. motion well. It shows layout mm-hmm. well. But there's a specific problem it is having with Monet, who is the ostensible star of this book. Yes, they're coloring her skin a, a darker color which, than we've seen in previous pages, which is nice. But if you look at that scene of Monet and Angel on the couch in the first interview, there's a clear difference in how their faces are colored more so mm. than drawn. But I put it on the artist and the colorist here. Angel's face the lines of his face are carved out with highlights and lowlights. It makes his cheekbone, it shows how the half of his face is brighter, it gives him more of a jaw. It's, it's the way that he's established with his facial features. Now, look at Monet's face. It barely has any contouring on it. The only contouring that they get away with using lighting in that side, in that page is the light contouring on her arms to give the implication of her muscles. Her face just looks like this flat, it looks like flat. it's been rolled out flat on a cookie sheet because there's nothing giving dimension to it. Now, if you've got an artist who draws like that, like Foch apparently does, great. But then you can't be a colorist who is not really certain of how to create contouring on your characters of color. And I'm kind of surprised because I've seen Sunny Go do a lot of really good yeah. colors. I usually love their colors. But we see this. Uh, they also have trouble giving Chinary's uh, face shape. They also have color trouble giving um, Thunderbirds 
face shape. And these problems are not problems that they're having with Mastermind, who is drawn so cool and so compelling and with so much emotion. So, I mean, this is one of these things of like, I don't think Sonny Go is being racist towards darkly colored characters, but this has to do with like institutionally, does Marvel Comics have a good way to color Foch's features of these characters in a way that doesn't just make them look as flat as a penny? But the thing is, like, even bigger crime is that her one of her eyes is smaller than the other. <laughs> These eyes are like, come on, man! You cannot say that this 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 art mm. is like. No, I look up to you about comic craft. So you coming back and saying that this was okay, like you know, or there's some good art, really breaks my heart. I'm like, saying every one of Monet's faces in the entire issue is messed up. But I like, think it's, it's partially the line work and partially the coloring. The, and the thing it is, is like, these are the comic, these are the comic, these are the art I've seen in webtoons where up and coming artists are doing this. But the thing is, this is actually a product of one of the, the the comic company that has the majority market share. So sorry, try again, Marvel. Like you yeah. know, like it just like it's just. I mean, you know, and the thing is, like Angel is supposed to be the hottest mutant ever he's supposed to be the most good looking and then sunspot is supposed to be also the one of the most good looking mutant ever and look at them i was like you I didn't think angel is hot angel is hot what okay no. tyler break the tie was angel hot <laughs> he's okay here hey, <laughs> I mean, see? like see like you know i mean in a in a week where magneto is making us hot and bothered you know, make me to the octogenarian is making us hot and bothered. You know you messed up. Like, but, you know. But I mean to, to Peter's point is that um I think in I think Sunigo in this case when it comes to coloring, um it is done better when there are a lot of shadows, when it's not a bright light shining on the face. So if you see the panel where uh, on the uh, terrace where you know Quinton Choir was like was like torturing the Fenris, um, that um, that phase of um, of of Monet has shape and right because they perfect yes because they can work with shadows and they don't have to actually deal with the undertones of the skin. Yes. Same yeah. with Chinary before the Aunt Fenris woman gets the jump on her on the base. Yeah. There's because one there's beautiful of... panel of Chinary's yeah. face, but it's the only one in the whole issue. Mm. 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 Well, okay. Mm. But yeah. All right, back I to just, the plot. I just, I mean, do you feel, I'm, I can't, I'm not ready yet. Uh, <laughs> do, you, do you feel like, do you feel like Foch is like overworking the lines in Monet's face because he like, he's afraid he doesn't have a likeness? Like what is happening? Why does her face look so rough? And and the eyes, eyes are different in every one of them. I just don't understand this. It's why just the, a really why, weird problem for somebody who like, seems to be a fine artist. Yeah. Like, li- listen, this is like, this is what she looks like. Look at it. Look at this. <laughs> and every single one of them. And I was like, stop no, it. Okay, but um, but I feel like I feel like it actually um improved. I mean, the art actually improved from last issue. Yes. I, last issue has a lot of these issues, a was lot of these awkward. problems. But here, there, it still exists, but it's sort of like, you know, on a decline. So hopefully next issue, we won't have this issue. This, this and then also anymore. in some of the cases, because, and here's also another thing, and this is also, I'm going to blame it on Peter because he <laughs> brings, he's the one who taught me to <laughs> these things. Because... Because Mastermind is present in this issue, mm-hmm. there are certain times that human woman who they think, she has a face where it's like, I'm being controlled. 
I genuinely thought she was being controlled. Like, you know, because look at right, her like, eyes. I don't, like, I, don't, I mean, like, I enjoyed Foch, but I don't think he's all the way there on facial acting because mm. you can't be giving us as readers the wrong idea by how glassy-eyed all of your characters look in every panel when you have it, mastermind in the book. Like, that's that's a problem. Exactly. <laughs> and the thing is, like, this is, I also kind of had to go back because of some comic book discussion about uh, issue, the Claremont issue, where he is, like, you know, in Phoenix Saga. And I read that right after, like, right before I was reading this. And... I was like, wait, is he controlling all of them? I'm like, oh no, it's just the dumb art. Like, you I, know, I just don't worry I about it. I want to talk about that Webtoons thing for a second because I know a lot of times it seems like free and I like butt heads on the program, sometimes realistically, sometimes for your amusement. But like, we have a really yes, similar mind about most this. Of the time. Most of the time for your amusement. Um, I have a really similar mind for this. I, there's a certain color look that to me is like cheap. And it's the cheapness comes from just being like, Throw a reflection on it. Throw some highlight on the face. That's what it, that's what a person looks like. It's this very like mechanically, you know, um, proceeding way of doing colors that reminds me of colors of like ten or twenty years ago without nuance. Mm-hmm. And whenever I see that coloring, and a lot of comics have it, Marvel less so. Marvel's pretty good, but there's two colors in particular. They're not the colors in this book, so I'm not going to name and shame. But Marvel is two colors in particular that always produce colors like that. And to me, that immediately reads webtoon. Not because nobody who does webtoons are talented, but because like the, they're not. They're a lot of times single artists who are like drawing, mm-hmm. doing the coloring, doing exactly. the writing, producing. They're not like color specialists. And when you're a colorist for Marvel comics i expect you to be a color specialist who can do more than like slash here for cheekbone shade there for nose like that to me is just cheap it's cheap right. and sunny go to me is somebody who i love so much that i would never never expect that i would be yeah. it's probably one of my favorite colorists of 2019 maybe even 2020 but mm. i don't know what's happening uh, i have to i'm sorry i have to scroll up because you know i was looking at that moment just looking like this <laughs> all right let's and move on ma- the mastermind- schedule shall we mastermind is there okay, right. yeah. okay. Tell, all right so some are you ready though great great are we ready sorry t- tyler for once tried to be the one to make me shut up and i just went right past him now you know how i feel all the time uh so spot sunspot why is sunspot not a good choice he's a great choice why not pick sunspot <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's like we're gonna bring you back when we we can't sell comics anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I'm telling you, this issue made break no, broke think, me. This he's having a bad day. He didn't get picked in the vote. He's not gonna yeah. be the CXO. He's gonna be on that New Mutants group chat. Like, no, he, hi, he, he, I'm, I'm he, back. He's a bad Re- rejoin the group chat. I am really upset right now. We but know that he's a bad businessman. But he is. Yeah. But the thing is, he's not offering his business acumen. He's offering his money. And that's but he already he got de- his money is already the one funding. But he's going to give them more money. And more face. money. Yeah. Like, and the, seriously, we're all going to buy a Sunspot comic, right? And Sunspot is, gonna, Sunspot is like, I, I have money where you don't even know no, where they're yeah. coming from. Right. And, and they mean, are like... Just, we yeah, but, but Monet, Monet and Warren will be thinking like, yeah, but, you know, we, firstly, we, we got most of your money. Oh, we got money from <laughs> right, you. We already have what we need from you. Like what, and we what have money too. We, yeah. And Monet and yeah. Warren are not like, you know, they, they have money too. So, so I, I mean, they can for have me, more I, would, money. I would drop Sunspot. I was like, okay, Sunspot, you... You will not be on the board, but you know you can be our financier. What you can be the one that's like when you're doing hiring. It's additive, right? You're looking for somebody who adds to your culture, adds to your skills in your team. It's not enough to just keep hiring people that are good at similar things than you. Like if I'm Monet, I'm like Sunspot is just me. 
but not but like not as pretty you know she's like i have money i'm an aristocrat i have a bad temper why do we need sunspot here you know so like if i'm monet i'm probably giving the thumbs down on sunset and also warren probably feels really that both of them are like we're from money like that's not impressive to us Mm -hmm. um which in normal hiring is not a thing you're hiring for but okay yeah moving on uh, so they, like, enter the party, and they they have no time for Madrox, basically. They're like, you had your chance to leap at, leap to the invitation, and I feel like Monet's almost a little frustrated with him for not just jumping to the invitation mm-hmm. in the last issue when they were, like, walking out of the doors of his lab, and she was like, what, do you just want to be here and play scientist? And he's, like, still mulling it over, and Monet, very in character for Monet, is like, I've already moved on. You, you missed yeah. your shot. Our meetings, we have meetings scheduled, like, away. But Mad- Madrox is also... Okay, Maddox is like confused because he's like, well, he thinks he already accepted the job because he's like, <laughs> okay, this is a board yes. meeting. I mean, <laughs> this is a board meeting. I should be involved. Why am I not involved? Because yeah, you're not on the board yet. Okay. But that's what that's what confused me so much. I'm like, who <laughs> is on the board? And the thing is, I don't remember. It's been a while that yeah. I read Pad's X Factor. I don't remember him being like this. Like, this no. is like... No, no, there's there's a reason for it because there's one panel, there's one panel where he, where he was talking about oh the labs has been a nice escape from, but Warren and Monet did not let him finish. I think he's having problem with Layla. Oh, because there home. is the "Where's your wife?" moment too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So okay. so he's trying to escape from like home stuff to do all these things. That's why. But he's... hold on. Okay. Hold on. Layla is a precog. She cannot be. A, she, well, she's she, not resurrected. No, she's not a precog. No, that's not no, a power. Yeah, her mutant she, power. Her mutant her power is to resurrect people from the dead without a soul. She knew stuff because she had spent time in the in the future. In the future, but that but wasn't her it, power. She yeah. only knew stuff as far as like when they got married, I think, At and then point, she's like, I don't know any more stuff. Yeah, I don't know anymore. Okay. Be- because that's why she's always holding that book. Because she knew stuff from that book, which was like written in the book or something. Well, I remember we, something. No like matter that. what, we need to retcon that whole aspect of it. We just <laughs> yeah. need to retcon like, oh, the Because now that you mentioned her like, on panel, now the cat yeah. is out of the bag. I'm like, now you've got to do yeah, now you've got to like, Yeah, we got to retcon that. Like, you know. So I know, now, now the interviews like, but, roll on to the problematic period of the evening mm. because we have our interview with Celine who they're really just almost going for like a PR moment with her to not have an interview. So Angel, Angel's like, I'll just dance with her because they're like, oh, what has she been up to? Have you been reading Captain America? She pretty much has been trying to like enslave America in her yeah. spare time off of the islands. I like that. Like way to make a nod. And like yeah. how would Captain America feel about seeing Celine at the party? Missed opportunity. Uh, but Celine, I love how she just goes off. She's like, you have to forget, like, she's just this old lady. She's just this, like, 8,000-year-old lady or however old. And she's like, back yeah. when we let the men get in charge of the architect, the agriculture, that's when it all went sour for us, boys. I really like She that. and horticulture should hook up. Yeah, yeah she's really, horticulture. I really no, like but that. No, but she was thinking, like, horticulture is too old. Because she's, like, a vampire, right? Yeah, yeah. she's even older. But the thing yeah. is, like, I... No, I really like that part as well. But the thing is, like, it's also kind of, it's like, okay, um, so she's going around and trying to, I actually read up on it when we, like, you know, on, like, you know, trying like to figure out where research. she, yeah, yeah, where she been and everything. But the thing is, I was like, okay, isn't the sh- kind of things that she's doing are also against mutant law? Like, is no one going to question that? Like, you know, is that Oh, yeah, she's okay? horrible. There's yeah. nothing yeah, altruistic like, about anything she has no. ever done. Yeah. 
Yeah, so then that's one of the reasons I was like, okay, what's going on over here? And then also the biting of the year. Yeah, Ew. biting the year look. Yeah, it looks she's, disgusting. Yeah, so super gross. And then, you know, it just looks ugly as well. Like, I was like, hmm. Like, you know, no. Not going to say anything about your lopes anyway, so. Huh? Well, then Nothing. Fenris rolls in. Nothing. To be like, we should get a meeting too. <laughs> Again, with this very, like, we're old money argument, which I think is kind of an interesting precedent because we've already seen Monet kind of discard other people for yeah. the old money thing. But it, I think it, like, lets her really, really put her heel down on them as stupid Nazis. Um, mm-hmm. In a way that's different from like, we don't, we, it's not just that we don't need your money. So I was like, I appreciate that. I'm like, oh, yeah. this is to contrast how she's discarding other people who are not rich enough to impress her and Fenris who are Nazis. Yeah. So, so what, basically what? she's, she, she brings in morality. She's like, well, on a, you know, I want you to listen that we are not going to lower ourselves to doing deals with the likes of you. Yeah. Uh, we I find you repulsive. Need to. Yeah. So that was like, so, on point. So what's, What's their deal? Who are they? They're Baron Strucker's kids. Yeah. Um, who's Baron Strucker? Baron von Strucker, <laughs> who's like the head of Hydra, who you could Marvel uh, would debate us. Yeah. If they're Nazis or not. Debate us, Marvel! Uh, oh, that's right. Age of Ultron. Okay. Yeah, and they're like yeah. super white supremacists, either, even under Claremont's pen. Yeah. They're like major, major they were we're Aryans. Kind weird. Of. And, and, yeah. and they're also mutant? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a that's an aspect we should explore. What is that about? Like you know, like how do you think? How do you? How are you both? Like you know, because they think but, they're like extra superior. They're like yeah. we're mutants and we're Aryans White and we're Nazis and we're blonde and we're like we look. They're like we're a whole Ooh. double stuff Oreo of superiority. Oh yeah, like without the, yeah. without the uh, especially with the white hair and everything, I'm like whoa, that's a yeah. This lot this going this confirms. On. Because Peter was asking I was, wor- in the I was like, who are they? And it puts yeah. them to use. There's a reason. See, this is what I mean about this, like, understands the point of the yeah. party. Maybe it's just benefiting from being towards the middle of the party. But I mm-hmm. just, I was like, this is what I wanted from all the books. Like, why didn't X-Force do this as well? Why, like, Marauders, I'll give a pass because it had to go first and nobody mm-hmm. was going to succeed going first. But, like, the, I just, this is what I wanted. Anyway, so it's always really fun when Fenris gets beat up. But then they take the last meeting of the night, which really goes a direction that I could not have predicted, which is the meeting with Mastermind, who, like, in an unusual amount of savvy for Mastermind, is like, this is all about image and what mutant is better at image than me, which is crazy because he's usually this, like, slime ball, but he, like, makes a really good point guys am i being convinced to be a mastermind side what's happening yeah (laughs) no i mean i agree because he made a good point he's like well look at how my powers can be used to enhance your image yeah that that i would give points to him because he actually did like you know it's not just a word but he actually used an action to show To show why yeah. he is like the, you know, the thing. To sell his point. Yeah, yeah. to sell his point and everything. But he's also mastermind. And he's not as charming I know. As, as, uh, he's not as charming as the other guy. What's his name? Sinister. Yeah. No. So, no. <laughs> no points. You don't get a point for that. Like, it's What like, also made me creepy. think, like, this is hot off of the Sinister thing. Like, so did he, mm. like, how did that affect this? Did he like the taste of power there? Did he get something from Sinister? That is he working still with Sinister? Like, I was, I made me go back to Hellions and be like, why would he want to be on their schedule coming off of that experience 
And I felt like that was more like a oh job interview, like early job interview that he was like, oh, dude, I did this. Like if this didn't work, he was probably going to pull that card if that's what the thing mm. is. Um, but the thing is like, it's like, okay, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. And then there was like a whole thing of the um, the dark angel thing. I'm like, oh, Okay, the archangel let's, yeah yeah well, let's bring that back well, well I mean, go ahead Tyler. no I, I was just thinking that it's, it, it is interesting because monet has penance and then angel has archangel so they have sort of like two sides to them but isn't and but but monet is, is almost being relying on him yeah. to be a cooler head that prevails like even in the dialogue last issue yeah she was like don't freak out and so it's almost like she's she wants him to be the cool-headed one so she has permission to do her penance stuff which yeah. she takes great delight in doing here but really he doesn't have it under control and i just like it because it's setting up this whole idea of like exactly. it's broken even before it's fixed like it, it, they, they don't have a shot in hell this whole thing is poorly conceived and i think that speaking to that is this idea and this is like the thematic point i think to talk about for the issue which will shut us down i think is like they had this open door policy. This idea, you know, it's kind of read as a joke, like it was going to be an open office plan, you know, and, you know, no doors, whatever. But it's also a statement about how mutants are for everyone, right? They were going to have this corporation mm. and the corporation was synonymous with being a mutant. And if you're a mutant, you could be in part of the corporation. Anybody could walk through, anybody could take a tour. It's like those CEOs who's like, everybody in the company knows my email address, right? But like yeah. they know that not everybody in the company yeah. is emailing them every day. But then they, it's one of our first really great examples other than Sinister of how factionalized mutants can be. Like, there are mutants here who will walk through the door and sabotage things, who will walk through the door and want to run the company differently. What happens if Celine just decided to walk through the door and be like, I'm in charge now, who's going to stop her? Right? And so I was like, oh, this is actually a really interesting beat about how they can't have X-Corps be that accessible because of the constantly ballooning mutant population and but that it's not just an ideological difference. It's like a, just a difference in how you do business. That's different than the three mutant laws. Business is different than that. Well, X-Corps so is also supposed to be the back door. It's supposed to be the, 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 the escape tunnel for, for mutants in Krakoa. How that so? was established. I don't know if I, I, don't know yeah. if I remember. Yeah, that was established in one of the data page in Hickman's X-Men. I can't remember which which um issue. Um, but he mentioned it. He 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 mentioned it like, you know, um if I think it's I think it's in that issue where Magneto, the, the Empire tie-in issue. So basically he's um there was a data page and there's a paragraph that says the X call HQ is the is the um escape route for 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 mutants escape route uh, how though like why yeah. would a mutant from, escape? from the gate to krakoa oh so to get krakoa, to krakoa no to get from krakoa if krakoa get attacked okay like, but I, I i do i think it's kind of interesting of like the idea of life rafts especially if you mm -hmm. think about it in terms of Mora's experience in life nine and like what happens mm -hmm. if you put too many of your eggs in one basket like mm -hmm. we see these mars developments happening and x is tied up with mars i mean we didn't even get into this in the planet size x-men issue too much but like there's a whole hellfire field on mars that is going to be the new place to take the place of savage land growing this stuff so there's almost certainly going to have to be an x like presence on mars because there was a Jamie presence in the Savage Land, right? So, like, these things yeah. are tied together. But it's like, well, we need Mars, and we also need Krakoa, and we also need something that's not Krakoa, and we also need the Sword Station. And, we like, it's kind of just, like, um, it's it's a business practice, right? They're trying to distribute mm. the risk. Yeah, I just found the 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 the, the data page. All it right, read it to us so we know what you're talking about. It's in X-Men 11. It says... Um, 
a report to the Quiet Council from Captain Commander, and right at the end of the first page, it says um, archipelago, archipelago access. Following the suggestions of the council, we created an escape plan based on tiered evacuations and have had island telepaths request to and seed this information into the minds of all Krakoans. We consulted with Monet regarding extra island x employee right. procedures. And she also recommending packaging this language dump into new mutants arriving to the island and into all resurrections protocol. So basically, should something happens to Krakoa, they know that this is one of the escape routes to the X-Core um, extra island. That's um, what they're calling it there. Well, it's actually nice. Like, you know, I can I can appreciate that as someone who works in like plants and we have yeah. emergency sites where, you know, yeah. in case of emergency, go to this location. Mm-hmm. So and I would say that probably the island that they rented from Nemo would be the one, the, the Hellfire Gala one, would be probably another escape route. Hmm. Um, but, you know, this leaves us in an interesting spot because we already talked about how we felt like issue number one wasn't even like a, a good number one in some ways. Yeah. We're a little bit split on this issue. I don't, like, what is there to do? Like, we so we've got mastermind i guess we're gonna put somebody else on the board too who's maybe not mm-hmm. one of these other people so but is this whole arc just gonna be about interviewing people i'm like that's Ector. <laughs> now like i i just don't really this had so What's much next? of what i wanted which was the bureaucracy which was the artifice was what was the pr and i appreciated it for that and i want to root for the series because it's something that i like and something unusual but i'm really struggling in my mind to think of like where is this going to go to keep me excited as opposed to like way of x where we're like i think we would pay like 20 dollars just to read way of x right now oh, I, I, i'm like struggling to think about what this is going to keep doing to earning four dollars earn four dollars yeah. every month and you know why though because the thing is like marauders business yeah it's also about doing this already it's the same thing and the fact that what really got me the biggest groan i of the like it's like another data page with incomplete set of people and it's like oh who's gonna be the chairperson and it's not even a good one that's not what organization maps look like you can't put all triangles triangles are decisions on the floor map exactly so and then i was like triangles always should have a yes no and I know how to make flowcharts. Freya, do you do flowcharts? Triangles yes, are decision points. Yeah, exactly. I know. I know that. I'm just getting angry with me. I want to feel the yeah. rage. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just too tired. Okay, leave me alone. <laughs> no, but, oh, but, but that's other... what I'm saying. I was just like, because we already have Orcus. So like, Whoa. Oh, okay. Sorry. There was like something. That was the Freya just got angry, folks. She just got there. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's okay. no, we just got, we have Orcus, which is half finished. We have Marauders now, which is half finished. We have the Council that is half finished. And then we have x that is also now half finished organization. I was like, oh my God. And the Iraqo someone... Council. And I'm sure we can think of other things too. Okay. So tired well, of quick, question. Like, quick question. I don't, I don't, I want all this organization to be filled and presented. Oh, yeah. Sword is also unfilled. Like, you know, no, there's still like filled. some mystery. Isn't there a Sword mystery about one of them? No, no, no mystery. Everything is filled. It's people and mental oh, and Thank the God. Yeah, they're all if there. Ewing was on top of this. But yeah. yeah. So no, like, because the the first show of the the thing was kind of like a little bit, you know, muddled, but then they they define it. The I mean the, the thing is this. Um going just once a little bit backwards. It's like why is Celine and Mastermind talking as if they were part of the Hellfire Trading Company? They are not. Well, they're part of... I mean, that's a good point. They it's, don't currently I mean, just, have status as Team Black, right? No. They don't. 
they don't. Like, oh, it's just like, you know, once you were there and you're like, oh, yeah, I know those people. Yeah, yeah I'm, 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 I'm proud of it. It's, it's very, <laughs> that is a bureaucratic thing. That I talk about like, my old company that got bought like that. I'm like, oh, yeah, I worked there. I'm like, no, actually, you worked for the company that got bought by the company that got bought. For the exactly. Uh, exactly. But you are like, but if it's like whichever is the higher one, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I worked there. Which is the better one, the, the better yeah, sounding like, one so on your resume. You see, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just because this is my job as the moderator, I want to just briefly defend all of these badly made flowcharts as data pages. I think that something that data pages do well that other comics don't do at all, or certainly not well, is they make tangible the mystery. And in a, it's in a way that allows people to focus discussion, focus on what's being thrown forward. Did we need a whole page for these five sad diamonds? Or I'm sorry, I was with Sad about. diamond. Yeah, but no, no, we didn't. And plus, trade, since there's a trademark on diamonds anyway. But, um, but does it make really clear to us of like, wow, we still need to fill a CXO and a chairperson? Yes. I think something they're doing well with these data pages, even if it's getting ridiculous and a little bit repetitive, is like making tangible the mystery we're supposed to focus on. And I think that that's important. And it gives it a leg up over like any other comic book where sometimes this stuff gets lost in the mix and the reader's not oriented to it. And so as a signpost, I think it's actually smart. Did I do I think they executed it well here? No, but I can excuse the repetitive nature of it because all of every comic should have a mystery, right? There's something incomplete in every comic. If it was complete, would it be a would it be a plot? So yeah. I'm okay with everything having one missing puzzle piece and then visually giving us a representation. But of but, but but do that. No, but 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 it's already been done in X book of this era multiple multiple times. So now at least by this issue two, we should have completed this one. But okay. we don't even and have this in issue one. Oh, it's not an interesting chart. It's five <laughs> sad diamonds. Okay. That's the <laughs> end of our discussion. What, what is CXO? I don't understand. Chief executive what officer. Mean? Oh, they're all C it's chief executive officer. Yeah. Why are they all chief? Is because they're Some not people see, say, or did they say it was something else last year? I'm not going back to check. CEO. But, yeah, but that's not, not everybody uses CEO. No, no. They're, it's like they're, antiquated. No, and they're it puts really that as an C X. Yeah, that's why they're like C chief executive. Also, you can't spell. Like, no, but I what does C ten C ten O means? Oh, because you wanted to be a ten, <laughs> you nerd. No, no, we're vetoing this, Tyler. Harry's not here to defend you. We're vetoing okay. this. No, nope, okay, yeah. stop. All right, that's the end of our discussion. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's I feel like it's It is. It's the end of our discussion of X Corps number two. If you want to hear us talk about other X-Men comics, bless you. We really appreciate that sentiment from you. And boy, are you in for some other talking about X-Men comic books this week because we went off. Okay, that, yeah. that's the job. <laughs> and uh, off, sometimes off. Uh, and Freya, why do we get together to go off week after week, month after month about X-Men comics? Oh my God. Because, because <laughs> X-Men is better when it's read together. I feel like I started with this hating this more and you loving it and we ended with me liking it more. And I know, now I'm angry. <laughs> I'm angry about it now. We just transferred our feeling to each other. Oh, man. Well, that's Suck why, it. you know, that's why it's important to read X-Men together because empathy is a two-way street, y'all. Exactly. Empathy doesn't always make you feel like have more sympathy for one person. Then, then the other person gets more sympathy for your standpoint. And sometimes I turn Freya into a, an a art detail troll. And sometimes Freya <laughs> turns me into, into being angry about bad data pages. It, cut, it cuts both ways. It's a two-way street. And, and Tyler's yeah, just like, up there in the 1970s. Oh, yeah. no. I was... <laughs> I'm like, wait, am I supposed to love this? Or <laughs> 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 <laughs>
I have so many questions about that wig, Tyler, which now this is the end. This is my last chance. And, but I, I guess I'm just going to leave. I mean, do you, well, I do, do, you think it, do you think canonically that that's highlights or is that just how the hair is growing out? I think he's just a bad highlight. It's just a bad highlight. Okay. Oh, so, and, and the other question is, why do you have this? Yeah, why do you have it? <laughs> I am a mutant that grows hair. <laughs> no, I am a mutant that grows hair. And that has been the end of our discussion. Thank you for watching this week in X here on Christian Comics. Mutant and until we hair. see you again from Tyler... <laughs> Faria, Harry gets no credit because he's are, not here and myself. We want to thank you, you are, for being a part of our discussion. And you we are all masterminds well. to my you are all masterminds to my Jamie Braddock level reality work when it comes to <laughs> oh. hair growing. So ah, like whatever. Oh my god. Bye goodness. everyone. Goodbye. Good